very pleasant good morning to you. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. This is uh, Dr. Floyd Antonio and sitting beside me is my darling wife, Rosie. And um, we're going to be sailing this morning as the Spirit leads us. So call somebody, invite them, tell them to come on over uh, or at least tune in. <laughs> Social distance is still in force. Yes. Hallelujah. Our God is awesome. And I know people say that a lot. It's almost as if it's just one of those statements that people make when they say that he's awesome. But if you've had some of the encounters that some of us have had, then you will know that he's truly awesome. And that is why we worship him. That is why we praise him. Hallelujah, because he's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Now, this morning, for those of you who are just joining us, I just want to remind you that um, this is Dr. Antonio, and uh, I am here representing the Lord to you from the Citadel Incorporated. In a little while, we are going to be talking with a dear brother of ours. His name is Deacon Robert Roxborough. And I know that uh, it's gonna be a blessing. So we'll just talk a little bit and please free to chime in your reaction from where you are this morning as we talk. We do a lot of that, you know, discussing and discoursing at the Citadel. So stand by and uh, we will talk to Deacon Roxborough in a few moments. Hello? Good morning, Deacon. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am blessed. <laughs> blessed beyond measure. And somebody says, I am blessed and highly favored. Amen. Yes. Amen. And I trust that uh, your family is also doing well. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, prayer blessing. Praying up. Yes. <laughs> On your house. Hallelujah. God is awesome. He moves mountain and he's yes. faithful. Um, you know, uh, you made a statement via the Citadel group chat, WhatsApp, a couple uh, days ago. And I found it very interesting because we read Psalm 91 at the start of the program today. And um, it's, it's a favorite of, of many people because it's so comforting. But you reminded us that that by itself is good, but it's as if you were saying that there were some other conditions. And I remember you said we should also read it from Daniel chapter 9 and just before I let you tell us why you think that I just want to remind our listeners uh, that you know it was during that first year of um, Darius son of Xerxes um, he was a Mede by descent and he was made to rule over Babylon at the time when Daniel was going to be talking 
and um, in the first year of that particular king's reign Daniel understood from the scripture according to the word of the Lord that was given to the Jer to Jeremiah the prophet that the desolation of Jerusalem would last for a long time for 70 years and so what Daniel did is what springs out your your, your position. So tell me, what, what were you thinking about that portion of Daniel 9, Deacon Roxbury? Talk to me. Well, what happened, I was going through the New, the Old Testament, uh -huh. and I was reading the book of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and even the Minor Prophets. <laughs> and one thing stands out clearly is that um, they all were warning the people of their sins, and of repentance and coming back to Christ. Mm -hmm. They all had the same message. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so clear. I mean, they weren't talking about prosperity. They weren't talking about, the only thing that we were talking about was repentance because we have drifted, the nation has drifted people and the nation has drifted so far away from God. And the reason why they were in the position that they were in mm -hmm was because of our sins. <laughs> and a lot of people think that the Old Testament is not for, you know, not relevant. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 I want to be different because a lot of people read the Psalms and mm. they are from the Old Testament. Yes. <laughs> and they read it on a daily basis because there are some Psalms that really, you know, make you feel good. Such as Psalm 91. wonderful promises. Mm -hmm. So, the Old Testament are just as relevant as the New Testament. All those books. And I like, I like um, what that third verse said. And something is, is very interesting and relevant to us. And we read in the third verse where Daniel turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer and petition and, and in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. That's what he did. So I'm wondering how you see that to our day-to-day -day circumstances in light of some of the things that are happening. Well, um, what, from that, I think from that verse three also, I saw where Daniel was in the Word. Mm -hmm. What he did, he went back to the Word of God to find out what God is saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what locking to us these days is that we're not spending too much time in the Word. As a matter of fact, something came to me the other day, that's just what you asked me, and it said to me, this is what the Spirit says to me, mm -hmm. is that you need to use more of my Word in your conversation oh my goodness. than your Word. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because when I look back over the words that I speak over the years, I have, I have, it got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> And I'm very disappointed with the things that come out of my mouth at times. So what the Lord Spirit said to me, you need to speak more of my word. And that's exactly what Daniel picked up on here. He went into the word of God. And he realized what God was saying. And that's what he was saying. Because but, Jeremiah prophesied exactly. about that. Now it's interesting that you say that. Because if you don't read the word, if we don't read the word, then we won't be able to speak the word. We won't be able to make the word the dominant part of our conversation. I, I like how Daniel approached God. He, he started his prayer something like this. He says, Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments. 
And then he said something. He said, we have sinned and done wrong. We have been wicked and rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and laws. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our ancestors, and to all the people of the land. I, so, so they have not been listening. I wonder, Deacon, if the people of today, if it could be said of us that some of the things that are happening now could very well be because we are not reading the word. What do you say? I, I totally agree. Because, um, you know, a, a lot of us are, and I'm including myself, self-righteous, but what that, if anybody could be called a righteous man, mm -hmm. it would be Daniel. Oh, yes. And he said, we hmm. have sinned. <laughs> he included himself. And yes. we read in the book of Daniel that Daniel has never done anything wrong. <laughs> Everything that was that happened to Daniel because of jealousy, yes. you know, and envy, and he was a righteous man, and so he included himself, knowing that all that was happening was from the sin of Israel and the nation, and so it is with us these days, you know, mm -hmm. with, with the stock market going up and and, and, and everything is, is going well, and money is in the bank, <laughs> and people can trade their cars and all of that. We tend to forget God. And, yes. and I think that's, uh, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm a but I think that's part of it. And God is calling back his people and uh, the nation uh, to him. Yes, him. yes. And I like Daniel's awe before God, his respect, his humility when he's talking. He says, Lord, you are righteous, but yes. this day we are covered with shame. The people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, both near and far, in all the countries where you have scattered us because of our unfaithfulness to you, we and our kings, our princes and our ancestors are covered with shame, Lord, because we have sinned against you. And then he says, the Lord our God is merciful and forgiven. Even though we have rebelled against him, we have not obeyed the Lord our God or kept the laws he has given to us through his servants and the prophets. All Israel has transgressed your law and turned away, refusing to obey you. I wonder how many people, how many nations of today, how many countries, how many leaders, a similar thing could be said. I wonder, what do you think? Uh, Brother Floyd, uh, another thing I noticed that stands out, he, he mentioned the curse, mm -hmm. he outlined the curse in Deuteronomy 28. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a lot of times we as Christians, we probably read the blessings, but then we forget the other side of it. There's always a flip side to everything. And so I picked up on that, and um, you know, people want to take time out today and read Deuteronomy 28, and yes. it will be beneficial to them. Yes, because to just go back. We, we, we like the, 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 the juicy giving, receiving part, you know, when we get all these blessings. We, we like that. Yes. But these blessings are conditional. Conditional, right. They are conditional on obedience. So if we don't obey, how can we expect that he's going to bless us? Okay. I don't know, Daniel was begging for mercy. He really begged for help. Mm -hmm. 
because he knows that the people deserve God's wrath and punishment. So he begs for mercy. He didn't beg for anything else because we know we, didn't do, we don't deserve God's mercy. So, so, so what it's also saying to us is that we as kingdom citizens, we as Christ followers, we should not only be praying for ourselves and we should not only be interceding for me, myself and I, but we should be interceding for the entire nation. We should be interceding for kings and presidents, prime ministers, leaders of all sorts, types and description, whether we agree with them or not. And we should beg God, we should petition God on behalf of our nations. Huh? Amen. And I think that was prophesying in Jeremiah and a butterfly that mm -hmm. when the, the children of Israel go to Babylon, mm -hmm. they should pray for the government regardless mm -hmm. of what was going on. And it's the same thing with us. Without whatever is going on, because it's going to be a trickle down effect. Yeah, oh, yes. If the government doesn't have any wisdom, then it's going to hurt us eventually. Exactly, so exactly. We need to pray for wisdom for uh, the, our leaders. Exactly. And I like how Daniel prayed. As a matter of fact, we could even model this. Listen to him from verse 15, maybe up to 17 of that chapter, somewhere there. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel chapter 9. He said, No, Lord our God who brought your people out of Egypt with a mighty hand and who made for yourself a name that endures to this day. We have sinned, we have done wrong. Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts, turn away your anger and your wrath from Jerusalem, your city, your holy hill. Our sin and the iniquities of our ancestors have made Jerusalem and your people an object of scorn in to all those who are around us. You could pray this for your nation. Amen. Why don't you replace the nation that you want to pray for today? What if I say, no, Lord, our God, who brought your people out of obscurity and created a land called the United States of America, mm. and you did that with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm? What if you say, Lord, in keeping with all your righteous acts, Turn away from your anger and your wrath over these United States or over Jamaica or over the Bahamas or over England or over Africa. You just name it. Ask the Lord to turn and to break those generational problems. What would this do to our nations? I like what he says in verse 17, Deacon Ross. He said, no, our God. No, our God. Hear the prayers and petitions of your servant. For your sake, Lord, look with favor mm. on your desolate places of worship. The places of worship are desolate today in many instances. Amen, amen. Because my, my translation says, <laughs> Oh, our God, hear your servant. Pray, prayer. Listen as I please mm -hmm. for your own sake, Lord. Mm. Smile mm. again on I, your desolate family. Give ear, our God, and hear. Open your eyes and see the desolation of the cities, the places that you used to call your name in large gatherings on a Sunday morning or other times. Lord, listen, forgive. Lord, hear and act. Hear and do something, Father. For your sake, my God, 
please do not delay mm -hmm. your cities and your people they call your name we bear your name yes. so hear us what a powerful prayer what a prayer my god and, and if we if we pray like this if we intercede as a matter of fact as bad as things are you know deacon rocks i believe this is just my opinion that if god's people are scattered all over the nations and when i'm saying god's people i'm talking about those who have accepted yeshua as lord and savior those who have a relationship with him i'm not talking about the religious people who are more concerned about piety than with a relationship with him i think if these people were not praying then things as bad as they look would be worse what do you say yes amen amen and we can start even crumble we can get busy even now because what I've seen, Brother Fly, from all of this, I've been talking to a lot of people out there, mm -hmm. and their hearts have been softened, mm -hmm. uh, especially unbelievers, and they are ready to receive uh, the, 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 the gospel. Wow. And I've been talking. Yes, I've been talking. As a matter of fact, I've been seeing a lot of people. Uh, you know, uh, usually a few months back, you didn't see a lot of people walking mm -hmm. around, but now you've seen a lot of people walking around. So they're walking around lost. In a day, right. wondering what's happening. Out to, uh, to, for you to talk to them, so mm -hmm. we need to reach out more than ever. So, so, so we need to tell them that somebody loves them. We need they, to tell them that somebody loves them so much so that he gave his son Jesus Christ to die for him. That's how much yeah. they are loved. And and then we need to tell them not to be concerned so much about religion, mm -hmm. but to accept the Christ because God didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And it's just a matter of asking him in, into their hearts. As a matter of fact, Deacon, I, I, I want, oh, in case you're just tuning in, we are, this is the Citadel Incorporated, and we're talking to Deacon Roxborough. We're just talking like you could be talking with somebody else. And we, he's saying that people need the Lord now. The harvest is ripe and this is a good time for somebody to accept the lord yes. so right where you are i'm gonna ask you to just say a simple prayer say lord i've been hearing about you i have been listening to this broadcast things don't look good and I hear that you are the rock on which people can lean. So right now, Lord, I am asking you to forgive me of all the sins that I've ever done, whether I know it, yes or no. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I am asking you, Lord Jesus, to come into my entire being right now, into my heart, into my mind, into my soul, into my spirit. Make me a new person. Make me new again. I accept you as Lord. I accept you as Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. From this day forward, I purpose to listen, to learn from you, to read your word so that my conversion can be real and powerful 
I pray this prayer on my own. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Deacon, before you go, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer over those who have just accepted the Lord. And pray whatever else the Spirit leads you to pray from right where you are. Go ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you again once more. We are not strangers, Lord. You know us by name. Yes. yes. You are on, you know, even before we're in our mother's womb. Yes. And so, Father, we come to you yes. as your son. Yes. And so, and daughter, yes. on behalf of the citadel and all Christians yes. all over the world, yes. we come in agreement, Lord, and we pray for those who heard this prayer that went up yes. for repentance. That as they accept you, Lord, that you must, you can feed their spirit. Let, yes. let them realize, Lord, it's not about what they see, because they cannot please you without faith. Yes. That is the key, because we know a lot of people want to see before they can believe. Yes. But Lord, you said, blessed are those who believe without seeing. And yes. so, Lord, we pray for them right now. We pray that. You will strengthen them, Lord. There is nothing that you cannot do if we ask that with it, with that it lines up with your will. And we know that, Lord, your will is to see that every single soul on earth come to know you as Lord and Savior. Yes. And I know for sure that you that's a prayer yes. that you will answer. And so, Lord, we pray that you will just envelop them now with your love yes, Lord. and so lord as she as they share their faith with others that this could be a domino effect yes all around that one each one tell one and so the gospel will continue yes. to spread all over the world like wildfire wildfire so thank you again lord thank you for this day we pray for each and every member we are mindful of those words strictly we bring them before you, Lord, uh, Brother King, who was in the hospital, yes. and many others, and yes. those who are affected by the yes. virus. We just bring them before you right now and pray. Let them know that there is a better life yes, Lord. with you, Lord. This is not the end. This is not the end, Lord. You have gone to prepare a place for us, and you said you'll come again yes. and receive us unto yourself, that where you are, we will be also. Yes. So thank you for your wonderful thank promises, Lord. Thank, thank you for this blessed day. Thank Have you. your way now, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Deacon Roxborough. Thank you. Thank you, Father. And we bless the Lord. Have a blessed day. You yes, too, my sir. brother. And we'll keep on praying and keep on shining yes. for the Lord. Amen. Thank you. God bless.